Bah humbug. Oh, what happened? Bah humbug. Oh. I, I wanted to start the show and set the proper tone yep. right at the beginning. We are between holidays, between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And I can only speak for myself, although I have a feeling based on uh, a lot of emails I received over the past three days that our holiday was ruined on Christmas Eve with a horrific loss by the Philadelphia Eagles to the most dreaded of opponents, mm -hmm. the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. I did not enjoy a single moment of the entire holiday season once that game happened. <laughs> now, am I alone, Rhea? I won't go to Al because Al's already philosophical. I've listened to him before. Oh, this is good. Oh, with Sunday, everything will be fine. I don't look no, at – I'm don't. not a philosopher. I'm not either. I am not a philosopher. You and I, I exchange Rhea, text messages. You know it, how I feel. Did it <laughs> ruin your holiday? It certainly ruined Saturday night, and I was still displeased right. when I woke up the next morning. But when you opened presents, it was a little bit. All right. Well, that's good for you. I'm happy for that. Uh, I had a horrible holiday, <laughs> and I had it because all I did for three days was replay third and 30. I replayed it. Yep. Yeah, I watched it so many times that by the 50th or 60th time, I expected them to break up the pass. No, well, they're not going to. I expected them to actually <laughs> knock the freaking ball away. Mm -hmm. Is anybody out there? This is a high. I haven't even I normally not here, but, you know, it's like I'm going to be off pretty much yeah. forever after this. So I came in. But is anybody out there who's still angry three days later? I know this right now. If we had come in the morning after that game, I would have been Christmas morning. Ugh. That these lines would be lit up with angry people. Is anybody up right now at six oh two and would like to vent? Because I have not lost the feeling for three days. I may be angrier now than I was then. Because mm. since then, Al, I've gotten to hear a lot of gobbledygook. Gobbledygook. And I plan to hear more of it at eight fifteen. Because Nick Sirianni, that's when he's coming out today, 8.15, oh, nice. and accordingly. And I'll hear, I'll hear a lot of talk signifying next to nothing. Because a couple of stats came out in that game, one which has been widely uh, publicized and one which has not been mentioned at all. These two stats are as huge an indictment on the way that game was coached as any game you will ever watch, any game all year. So I'll give the numbers now because there's no one on the line, no one. Ugh. And that gets because out. people might have gotten past it. I didn't. I won't. 215-592-9494. So I'm going to just start with this because this is the one no one's talking about. No one. The post-game uh, news conference, mm -hmm. again, uh, yesterday, he uh, Nick has spoken twice, Nick Sirianni, and no one has asked that. Did everybody ignore this? Because in the fourth quarter, you got to picture me. I'm seated, Al, with a lot of company. <laughs> and no one's really enjoying me because I'm yelling and screaming like a <laughs> lunatic. Right. With little kids running around and all that stuff. All right? And, and I'm watching this, and I start getting obsessed in the fourth quarter. And before every snap when the Eagles have the ball, I'm yelling out like a lunatic, 88! 88! Where the hell is I waited over a month to have Dallas Goddard here, and then when the game was on the line, he became the invisible man. Ladies and gentlemen, the Philadelphia Eagles did not involve Dallas Goddard in an offensive play for the final 28 minutes of that football game. 
I know what you're thinking. Well, it wasn't working with Goddard. Why would you want to keep going to him? Mm. It wasn't working like this play early in the game. Minshew goes back. He fires. He completes it. And picking up the first down is Dallas Goddard. Beautiful throw. 25 yards on that play out. And then, you know, why keep going to Goddard? It's not going to work. Minshew back again. He is firing. Complete. He's got a big first down. And breaking the tackle and coming inside the 35-yard line is Dallas Goddard. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what you're going to hear when we get Nick Sirianni on is that turnovers were the determining factor in the game. I am not here to argue with him on No, that. a lot of them, huh? Four turnovers yeah. will lose you most games. Yes. Yeah. But what if the coaches ordained two of them? What if the dumb coaching led to two of them? Because I want you to listen closely to this next catch by Goddard because this is what they didn't do in the final 28 minutes. Listen to Goddard and how hard he went after the football when it was up for grabs. On first down, Minshew turns, fakes, backs up, fires, and it is... Intercepted or caught? Let's a call. It's catch. Oh, it's it's a ruled catch. a catch by Dallas Goddard, who went up with a cowboy. Donovan Wilson went up with him, but what a catch by Goddard! Uh, that was for 22 yards, and that play was the will of the receiver to win the battle with the guy covering him. Thousand percent. Simple, yeah. simple yeah. thing. Now let's dial forward to the fourth quarter, because uh, while not using Goddard at all. For reasons that have never been explained and never will be. By the way, never will be. Because the fact of the matter is they forgot. The offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen, forgot that Goddard was active. He used him in the first half. Got a lot out of him. Used him first uh, series of the third quarter. And then forgot about him. And never went back to him. Because he was too busy trying to force the ball in to Quez Watkins. Who absolutely stinks. You understand? Quez Watkins... Over the middle, trying to catch a ball on a timing pattern is a recipe for disaster. Disaster. It's, it's not his skill now, set. Remember what you just heard. <laughs> you just listened to. You just listened to Goddard wrestle the ball away on a ball that could have gone either way. Now listen to this pivotal play in the fourth quarter when they decide they got to force one in to Quez Watkins. Minshew back. Minshew fires. And it is caught. It is caught. And now, are they saying incomplete no, or intercepted? No, it was taken away. It was right there. I thought it was Quez Watkins, and it was picked off by it was picked off by Bland. Now, Ray, I'm going to ask you a simple question. Mm-hmm. Would the Eagles have been more likely to complete that play? If Dallas Goddard was trying to catch it instead of Quez Walker. He, he would have outmuscled them for Is it. Is there any doubt in your mind? Zero. That dialing up Quez Watkins in a pivotal moment in a game, and it's not a deep pattern, it's not a fly pattern, which is the only which thing you actually all, run. Yeah. Why would you do that? I have no idea. And why would no. you prioritize Quez over Goddard? Why? Explain to me why. And don't tell me the de- defense was dictated, because the defense was not dictated. They were, They had forgotten Goddard was on the field, too. Everyone except me in my house yelling 88 forgot Goddard was on the DMT. No one forgot the first time Quez got outmuscled for the ball. No one Oh, did. my God. And now let's get to the other stat. And this other stat you've heard, it's mind-boggling. Now, this stat, mm-hmm. there's never we never had stats like this because it wasn't analytics. But the NFL now uses next-gen stats next gen. 
that next gen is like their people, <laughs> and Peter King always gives you the next gen stat in his column every Monday. He tells you, and, and the next gen stat that was insane in this game was when Jonathan Gannon dialed up a zone defense, Dak Prescott was 24 for 24 for 300 yards. He was absolutely perfect out. Is that unbelievable? <laughs> Is that unbelievable? I mean, you look at that, you go, wow, that means that the rest of the time he was like four for 11 for mm-hmm. 42 yards at a turnover. What are you doing? Why are you still in the zone if it doesn't work? And this is what happens. Then you get into a third and 30. You've already sacked Dak twice in the same series. You're you're in a great position to put the game away. Third and 30. T.Y. Hilton, two weeks ago, he was sitting next to me on the couch (laughs) in Chestnut Hill. And now he's out there catching passes. Third and 30. How does this happen? Cowboys on the third in Galveston from their own 30. Back goes Prescott again. He steps up. He is going deep downfield, and it is caught. It is caught. That is T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. I don't know how they got the ball to him, but he just came down with an amazing catch. They just pulled off a third and 30. All right, now I'm going to tell you what was really going on because I I watch this stuff and I, I read. Darius Slay was livid, absolutely livid. Darius Slay's getting slaughtered, and some of it is due. He was, he had an awful game. But Darius Slay, I was the deep guy on that. Yeah. And Josiah Scott was not. He was he was in front. He had the front coverage. So they're going to sandwich him. They're going to get him in the, uh, in the uh, near the sideline, and they're going to sandwich him, and one of them is going to knock the ball away. Except Scott's way behind. And Slay is trailing too far behind. Again, passive all, defense. All game they passive, did that. All passive, passive, passive defense. That's the Gannon soft defense. All right? Dak, you know how they got him out? Quick snap. They quick snapped him. And Scott didn't know what he was doing. He was in for Maddox, yep. who can't stay out of field to save his life. 26, he's had 10 injuries already. And, and, and so they, they caught him. They trapped him. They screwed him up. This is horrible coaching. Horrible. And you did not get any answers from Nick Sirianni. I will attempt in two hours to get them for you. But here's what he said about third and 30. The, the issue? We didn't make a play. The guy did. I mean, it was really as simple as that. Uh, T.Y. Hilton made a really nice catch. Dak made a really nice throw. And, and we, didn't, we, didn't make, we didn't make the play. They did, and we didn't. All right. Um, see, there's the something. Issue? Nick, Nick. Something well, he wrong. ought to know about that guy, right? Did he coach him? Oh, yeah. He, that's right. I even <laughs> forgot that. See, here's the thing. Like, Nick, if, if the quarterback makes a great throw and the guy makes a great catch, that's all well and good. But then you have a defense on the field that's designed to prevent that. And 30-30 is about as low a percentage as you're ever going to get. 2%. 2%. And you allowed 2% to happen. And that answer is not satisfactory. That answer is insulting to the fans. Because that – do you understand that Christmas Eve – for as far into the future as we could say, we'll be third and third. Yes. That's the play. Oh, absolutely. The, the Christmas Eve play that cost the Eagles the game was third and third. And it was done because of – they were – at that point, they were 20 for 20, 21 for 21 in the zone defense. And not, Jonathan Gannon said, oh, I know what will work right now. Let's try the zone. Because he's completed every pass in the zone the whole day. 
let's try it now. Wouldn't that be fun to see if he could do it third and 30? And he did. They do have people sitting up in the booth, right? Stupid. Analytics people. Stupid. Well, that's one of the things I'm asking I mean, Nick. seriously, Nick, somebody You has have to an talk analytics in. department. The owner's the son of it. Did he? Did anyone tell you that the zone was not working? And don't give me the answer. Oh, the answer he gave. I'll play it later. It's ridiculous. All right. Uh, uh, let me just give you what he said about third and thirty. All right. Here's what he said. I right, just play that for you. Right, you know what? Uh, play the other one. Play this one. Locker one. I just want you to hear. Um, Al, here's um, here's his explanation of why the zone didn't work. As far as the zone, I think you know zone. All zones are a little different, right? I mean, some match zones are going to play out like man and be labeled as a zone. Some, you know, as far as the way they play, you know, cover three, really, you can play multiple different ways. You can play a zone. You can play a true zone. Uh, You can play a match zone. You can play a a match zone on one side, uh, a zone on the other with safety cheated to (laughs) the other side. You can play it with uh, zone all the way across. uh, I can't take that. Anyway, Al, that was just a big load of words signifying nothing. Your zone didn't work. Your so many people let you down. Get angry, you know. Get angry. I'm angry. Mike's up from Berwyn to kick us off this morning. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hey, how you doing today? Mike, did you have a great Christmas? No, me either. I mean, thank you, Mike. You know thank you. I got to tell you, I am so tired of Gannon. You know, I hear people, including Eskin, that sits there and say how great of a coach he is. You know what? What would make my year next year is somebody pick him up as a head coach. Well, hopefully they were not watching the game on, on uh, Christmas <laughs> Eve then. Because if they watch a game on Christmas Eve, if they know anything about football, they were going, who the hell's the coordinator here? We're going to hire him as a head coach? He'll make Nathaniel Hackett look like Vince oh, Lombardi. Uh. <laughs> that guy can't coach, Mike. Mike, he you know- can't coach. Third and 30. Third ah, and 30. Third and 30. And I, yeah, Mike, I swear to God, when he dropped, when Dak dropped back, I said, uh-oh. I just had a feeling. How much time did he have to throw that ball? They didn't, oh, I mean, no, there was no – but he snapped it quickly. I, no one was ready on day bat. How are you not ready at that point in the game? Uh, wait till Brandon Grant comes out. He's usually going to tell you somewhat of mm-hmm. the truth. He's going to spit it positive, Al. But I want to know if they got caught flat-footed. They weren't ready for the play. Well, they certainly weren't ready with in terms of who had who. Mike, was that a well-coached game by the Eagles? Not at all. Not at all. And I thought even the game plan for offensively, you got a backup quarter in. And I didn't think they ran the ball enough. Of course they didn't. But then when they did, Sanders, uh, he, he choked it, it out too. Mike, I, if you had a great holiday, after watching that on Christmas Eve, God bless you. You are somebody who has a better way to deal with life than I do. Mm. I have been miserable for three damn days out. Really? Miserable. Uh-huh. You got over it, didn't you? Because I thought Dallas really sucked. Well, that, you know, <laughs> I they, thought they sucked 40 the, points. What does that the, say about your team? The Eagles went in, yeah. turned the ball over a million times, had a backup quarterback, had injuries during the game, and still they almost got down the field at the end of the game. It that way. <laughs> I mean, it was a loss. They couldn't play any worse. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, they scored 40 playing poorly. Yeah. That's not good on you, Al. <laughs> 215-592-9495. I am going to give you a chance to win some Novacare luxury box tickets today. 
I am looking for the best gift that you gave oh. this Christmas. Now, you mm. can make it up. I don't care. The best <laughs> gift that you oh, gave. Oh, no, everybody. This giving's better than receiving. What you gave. And hmm. this was the idea of Miss Pollyanna. Ava Gray. Well, if you uh-huh. gave a good gift, now you get a good gift with Novacare Rehabilitation luxury box tickets. I Ooh. think that's fair. She probably had a really nice holiday. Okay. Yeah, you know. It went pretty good, huh? I really wasn't happy after the. It, 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 it changed Christmas Eve, Dallas. It's looking like you might have gotten over it. Uh, what makes you think that? Because you're bubbly, well, as usual. I'm not over it. I, I've been okay. stomping my feet the whole time that I've been here. Okay, good. Because <laughs> that indicates to me, Al, that the bubbly thing she does is fake. Oh, 215-592-9494. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> WIP Sports Time is 617.